Faith friends, today I want to kick off our episode by reading to you from 1 Corinthians chapter 13. Listen, this chapter is actually entitled, Love is the Greatest. Listen, listen closely and intently as I begin reading because this is going to be so important as we continue the discussion about leading with love. So here we go. The word reads, If I could speak all the languages of earth and angels, but didn't love others, I would only be a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. If I have the gift of prophecy, and if I understand all of God's secret plans and possess all knowledge, and if I have such faith that I could speak to mountains and they move, but I don't love, I am nothing. If I give everything I have to the poor and even sacrifice my body, I could boast about it, tell everybody about it. But if I don't love others, I have gained nothing. Love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or prideful or rude. It does not demand its own way, for it is not selfish. It is not irritable or easily angered, and it keeps no record of wrongs. It is not constantly driving us to think about what people have done to us. It does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Love never gives up. Love never loses faith. It is always hopeful and it endures through every circumstance. Prophecy and speaking in unknown languages and special knowledge will become useful. But love, love lasts forever. Now our knowledge is partial and incomplete. And even the gift of prophecy reveals only part of the whole picture because we cannot see what God sees. But when the time of perfection comes, These partial things will become useless. Sidebar, that means that when we are in the presence of God, we will have a full understanding. Thus, our half understanding will fade away. Back to the word in verse 11. When I was a child, I spoke and thought and reasoned as a child. But when I grew up, I put away childish things. Now we see things imperfectly, like puzzling reflections in a mirror. But then in the presence of God, we will see everything with perfect clarity. I tell you this, all that I know is partial and incomplete. But one day I will know everything completely, just as God now knows me completely. And even in my partial understanding, I do know this. Three things will last forever. Faith, hope, and love. And the greatest of these is love. You may be wondering why I took the time to read this. Because it is the foundation of the conversation that we're going to have today. Y'all know I like to keep it real and I like to keep it a little bit ratchet. But today I need to dig a little deep with you because this is a lesson that I think it is time for each and every one of us to understand. Today I need to talk to you about the power of leading a life of love. 
Let's dig in. Hey, and welcome to the Vanika Lewis Show. I am so excited that you are lending your ears to me for this short period of time. I believe that every day is another day to do life right. And that's exactly what we talk about here on this show. So buckle up your seatbelts and let's get ready to dig into another episode. Now you may be wondering why I wanted to talk about the power of leading with love. And it's because there has been such a heavy conviction on me about making sure that I share this message with you all. Why? Hey, just keeping it real. Many of you know that I used to be a reality TV junkie. I mean, you could ask me about any reality show that was on. I could tell you about the show, the plot twist, how many seasons they had, who all the people were, what the gossip was, what the beef was. I knew it inside and out to the point where at, at one particular time it consumed me. And um, I found that I was using reality TV as escape from my own reality. And, and truth be told, I mean, the TV shows were doing their job. That's what marketing does is it, it presents you with something that's so like juicy, like it pulls you in in hopes of kind of trying to get you to escape your reality. But let me bring it back because that's not what I want to talk to you about. I want to tell you about one of my favorite shows, which was, have y'all guessed it? love and hip-hop y'all i used to be on love and hip-hop love and hip-hop atlanta love and hip-hop new york because you know that those was the two ones that got that uh series popping that got love and hip-hop popping it's not a series what do they call it when there's multiple shows that franchise that's those was the two cities that got that franchise popping but the more and more i be i watched it and the more and more the lord began to convict me about my my addiction to reality tv i started to really look at this show like man you know what i'm saying this show actually does not depict love it doesn't depict love at all it depicts a mess and what I begin to realize, too, is the thing that you consume the most is what you begin to reflect in who you are. And after a while of watching people beefing and watching people being messy and watching people with their schemes and their conniving, you begin to kind of start to look at your world like that. You know, well, who may be talking about me behind my back and who got this against me and what plot is going on? And, and you start to kind of present those things within your own world. And unfortunately, Although that show was titled Love and Hip Hop, it is not teaching anyone how to love. Neither is many of the things of the world today. It doesn't teach you how to love. The world currently is teaching you how to be about your own business. It's teaching you how only how to boss up, how to do what you got to do. Um, it's teaching you to be selfish, unfortunately. And this may seem, you know, mean and it may be harsh for me to be digging this deep right out the gate but I, I gotta keep it real with y'all I see so much of what is being taught today um, as dangerous dangerous why because it is teaching you to be so self-focused that you're losing reality 
and losing touch of what God has taught us in regards to how we need to manage relationships and people in our lives. And if you're only focused about what you need, about who's doing you right, about what come up you can get, about what boss level you can reach, about how many coins that you can claim, you're losing sight of love. Okay. Now this ain't just for my my people who are out there in the world. I see it even happening in church. You want the title. You want to be prophet so-and-so, evangelist so-and-so. You want to be the one who's known for putting on all the events. You want to be the one who is known for this deep revelation of the word. You want to be known as righteous, but you are not seeking to be known as the one who loves. And so it is dangerous when we lead lives without love being at the forefront. And that's exactly what the scripture was sharing in the revelation that was being taught in that particular passage. And we see it so much so through the life of Christ as we study him is above all else, he loved He loved unconditionally. He loved with hope. He loved trying to see things in the perspective that God sees them in spite of who wronged him. Um, At one point, he was even teaching about if somebody hits you, turn the other cheek. Oh, my goodness. That is the most powerful example of love. Now, many people see that as being a sucker. You know what I'm saying? Like, ain't nobody about to take advantage of me. He wasn't saying let them take advantage of you. He was saying let love lead the way in spite of who they are, in spite of how they wronged you. Can you love them? Can you still see them with hope? Okay. Um, I want to dig into your world a little bit deeper because maybe you never had a reality show addiction like me, but you may have had other things in your life that kind of are drawing you away from the ability to truly lead a life of love. Maybe you were um, physically or sexually abused as a young child. Maybe your, um, excuse me, I dropped my keys, y'all. Maybe you, your innocence was taken away from you when you were young um, by someone sexually violating you, touching you. And so, Um, Your depiction of what it meant to be love was skewed. Um, Not only that, maybe it happened by the people in your life who were actually supposed to be your protectors, who were supposed to cover you, who were supposed to encourage you and help you figure out who God had created you to be. And yet they violated you. They distorted your view of love. And instead of love, they sowed seeds of anger and mistrust and so you've led a life of resentment and a life of mistrust because of the hurt that happened maybe um you grew up seeking romantic relationships and love as you thought that you could find it in a man and the reality is is that man cheated on you Um, He gave you a child, but left you high and dry. Um, Maybe he took advantage of you. Maybe he physically hurt you. And so what you thought you were going to find in your pursuit of love, you actually found hurt. And so you are mistrusting of whether or not love truly exists. 
There are so many different things that happen in our lives that cause us to feel that love is not real. And unfortunately, it's because we were looking for love, seeking love in all the wrong places. And true love really is only found through Christ. It is found in our relationship with God. And in this passage, in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, uh, we find the word is actually saying, hey, take a step back. I need take a step back and understand what the true meaning of love is. You know, love is not it's not prideful. Um, love doesn't have to have its way all the time, meaning you can't love truly love someone if you are looking for them to do what you want them to do in your life. That's not love. Love is not control. <laughs> um, love is not control. Love is not saying I will only have a relationship with you if you do things my way. Um, that That's not what love is. Love is patient. Love is kind. Um, it is not irritable. Ooh, love is not irritable. Love is not uh, being frustrated all the time. Love is not, not having a short fuse. And if that's what you experienced as a child growing up where people were impatient with you all the time, where uh, you always heard the adults in your life telling you you got on their nerves all the time, go sit down, go play somewhere, go shut up, you know, where they were tired of you all the time, then your perception of love may actually be irritability. And that's not true. The word says that love is not irritable. It, it is not easily angered. It is patient. Okay. Love is hopeful. Love is hopeful. Love says that I know that you have felt me, but I won't give up on you. Okay. Love means that I can see the best in you, regardless of it, whether or not you see it in yourself or not. Okay. Now I want to clear something up because Love does not mean that you have to be ignorant, okay? Love does not mean that you can't use wisdom. Love does not mean that you allow people to take advantage of you. It simply means that you're able to look at them through the eyes of Christ and that you are able to exemplify love at all times. And so what does that look like in your life? How can you actually lead with love? You could start through seeking forgiveness, you can start through seeking forgiveness. Love starts with you being able to look back over your life and identify the people who hurt you the most, identify the places in your life where you haven't been able to extend forgiveness and to be able to extend forgiveness to them, to be able to look at them past their falls and maybe see where they were hurting themselves and to try to see them in a new light. Now, that doesn't mean that you have to let them back into your life, but it means that you can forgive them by trying to see them through the eyes of Christ. What that does is it frees you and it gives you room to actually love currently. It frees you from placing the hurt and harm that you receive from people of your past onto the people in your future, projecting the behaviors of people from your past into the people in your future by being able to love them. And I know this is deep, y'all. I know this is deep. This is not meant to be a therapy session. It is meant for you to understand how you need to incorporate true love back into your life, um, how you can genuinely lead with love. 
I'll give you an example of something that I do. Um, Many of you know that I serve alongside my husband at church every Sunday at Fresh Start Church. And something that um, we strive to do is to stand out and hug everybody as they leave each Sunday. Now, I'm going to tell you, I don't stand out there and hug with a fakeness. I don't do that. My goal is to genuinely embrace each person that I touch and to allow them hopefully to feel the love of Christ through me. What that means is regardless of where they're coming from, regardless of what they have gone through, regardless of what they're experiencing, that they can feel a genuine love. And um, why is it important for me to do that? Because they may have never felt that before. They may have never experienced what it looks like to be loved without strings attached. And so my goal is to be able to show that to them. Now, here's where you can really understand the power of this. Being in a position of leadership, as I'm called to love them, I'm also called to hold them accountable as they seek maturity and growth in Christ. So love is not exempt from wisdom, meaning that as I love on them, I also have to be able to speak to them when I see something that is wrong in their life, when I see them maybe being led astray from Christ, but um, I don't take my love away through the process. And hopefully that's what you can take away from today is understanding that, again, love is not exempt from, from using wisdom. As you begin to lead with love and forgive people in your life and be patient and not be prideful and not be irritable, um, it does not mean that you have to lack wisdom. You've gone through things in your life. You know signs. You know when something is not right. You know when you shouldn't have somebody in your life. And you need to be able to use wisdom to guide that. But through using wisdom and knowing when to cut off certain relationships or when to establish boundaries and not let people in your life, um, it does not mean that you stop loving through the process. Actually, you can incorporate love even more so by letting them know, I love myself so much and I love you so much that I will not allow this relationship to continue. I love you so much. I love myself so much that I have to establish boundaries and stop these behaviors from continuing, if that makes sense. Um, the other thing in leading with love is um, this was so powerful in chapter 13. It says that um, you can have all the knowledge in the world, all the faith in the world. Um, You can have the gift of prophecy, but if you lack love, um, those things mean nothing. Meaning that you can actually be a benefit to somebody with the knowledge and the wisdom that you have. But if you can't love them, then your knowledge and your wisdom is kind of void. It's void, okay? Um, Meaning if you are maybe in a position of leadership, if you are seeking that title at church, you need to make sure that you are positioning yourself to love on the people before you try to lead the people. And that's where I see a lot of hurt happening in the, the church is we're trying to be so wise and um, we are trying to be so deep that we are lacking love and we're not able to connect with people in the way that they need it. And it is important even in the church to make sure that we are leading with love. This is a lot, y'all. I know it's a lot, but it is so important 
important because love is what is going to allow you to break strongholds in your life. Love is what is going to allow you to break barriers in your life. Love is what is going to position you to be able to do the works that you desire to do. And if that wasn't the case, the word would not have shared with us that in spite, I mean, of the three, faith, hope, and love, the love was the greatest of them all. It says the love is the greatest of them all. And that is my challenge to you on today through this particular episode is to ask yourself, am I leading my life with love? If the word says that love is greater than even hope and faith, then am I leading my life with love? And that's what I want you to begin to take a look at before you start trying to make all these boss moves in your life, before you start trying to pursue all these titles, before you trying to be the coin collector and get your, your bank account, you know what I'm saying? Up there, are you leading with love and make sure that as you pursue all these other things in life that you don't forget to pursue love, that you don't forget to pursue forgiveness because It is so important to make sure that love leads you so that you don't live a life that is tainted. Okay, Um, that is what was on my heart. That is something that I feel is so important and necessary in today's time. And I felt that it was important enough to bring to you. I normally don't record this long, but because it was so important, I felt that I needed to take the time and share that with you. I want to make sure, faith friends, that as you grow, um, you're growing in the direction that God desires you to, that as you pursue success, you are not forgetting to apply the word um, and that you are able to live a life that is Christ-like and Christ-led with love. He desires for us to do the same. Today, I hope that you can understand the power of leading a life of love and how it can apply in your life. I love you. I want you to be able to do life better each and every day. And that includes leading with love. Lord, my prayer today is that you teach us how to love, how to exemplify your love, how to forgive, how to make sure that love is at the forefront of all that we do, Lord God, how to incorporate wisdom with love, Lord God, how we can make sure that every relationship, every assignment, every task, every vision is executed with and in love. Show us the way for your word says that love is the greatest commandment of them all, even greater than faith and hope. Lord, allow us not to forget that and how to make sure that we love every step of the way. In Jesus name. Amen. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. If you want to find out more about who I am, check me out online at www.vanikalewis.com. And if this segment was good to you, it's going to be good to your friends. Make sure you share it with them. 
Also, make sure you subscribe so that you get access to episodes as soon as they're released. You want to be the first to get the newest releases from the Vanika Lewis show. I can't wait to continue talking with you about a new day and a new opportunity to do life right. Until next time, take care. Bye.